Bruins Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you live. Yes, always live with my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Parlay Kid. What is going on, guys? What's going on, Sal? Hi, Sal. What's going on, buddy? I don't know why I'm so enthusiastic today. I'm going to vomit right now because <laughs> I also don't think that too many people care about this, but I have to spell it out. I have to, I have to verb. It helps if I talk about it. We have Fox bet live. This is Thursday. This is our very last day for betting. We bet all year long, 51 weeks. We took the week after Super Bowl off 51 weeks after 51 weeks, Todd Furman and I are battling back and forth. I have an $1,100 lead, which is pretty substantial. Clay Travis is in third, get the morphine drip out. He's done. He's just a spectator at this point, but it's me and Furman. Neck and neck, $1,100. Well, the reason we're letting neck and neck is because he has Ricky Fowler to come in first to lead after the first round. And Fowler is one shot off the lead with three holes left in a weather-delayed tournament right now. I'm losing my mind, Brother Bry. Checking this. I, I, I renewed the NBC Gold to watch this featured group. It's sickening what's happening here. How is it so close? Uh, it's so hard to follow too. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm one of those guys. I hate watching Fowler too. I, I'm I'm sh- I'm oh. shocked here. He's at, I know he's played a little bit better, but I'm shocked that he's at the top of the leaderboard, which if makes Fowler it even wins, more infuriating. And you know, here's what's crazy, guys. I'm gonna be honest with you. I put money on Fowler because <laughs> I, I I hedged against it. I went forty five hundred dollars if Ooh. Fowler wins, and I'm I'm rooting against him. Like I, I swear to God, uh-huh. I'm rooting hard. I even looked. I, I guess a tie would be. Good. I, I don't know. I didn't even want to talk about this. If Fowler wins, though, he's Furman is $5 behind me. Amazing. I mean, how effing Amazing. insane is that? We have Furman coming on in about a half hour to talk about this. But let's say goodbye to the NBA season. The Bucks plus 850, win it all. Barley Kid, you're right. I looked it up. I did have them. I had them to win the East. Whatever. I had like three other teams uh, scattered around yeah. there. But nice job by them. Really, I don't know which title you want to give a bigger asterisk to. Lakers last year in the bubble of Bucks this year. I kind of, maybe I'm riding the wave of the victory and I'm so impressed with Giannis, but good job by them. They shut up. They, if you like old school basketball, they kind of did it that way, right? They beat up the Suns. They won four straight. They deserve it. It's hard to say they don't deserve it. You can bring up the injuries, but, um, they did what they had to. They were left I, for dead it, like three times this tournament. Yeah. I, you know, if you, if you would ask me like, you know, I think the Lakers, you know, look, championships are championships. So, mm-hmm. but if there's, I think the Lakers is not as meaningful last year as the Bucks title this year, for yeah, sure. I agree. Um, right, Harry. And uh, I look, I, I really, the Suns were the biggest beneficiary of the injuries throughout the playoffs. I, right. I think it's very safe to say, and this look, injuries are part of the game. They happen uh, that the Nets, if they're fully healthy, probably would have won yeah. the championship this year. And that's so. why they're favored. We'll go over there. They're, they're right. a two to one favorite. I mean, that's, that's not a fun pick. Oh. So if they run if they run it back with those three and they're healthy and everything else and everyone shuts up and whatever. Two to one. I'm not betting them at two to one. I've seen them close to three to one other spots. But uh, we'll go over our 2022 picks in a minute. First of all, we did our race to 10 the other night. Terrible. Terrible mm-hmm. way to go out. 10 to five. We lost. What was it? Middleton on a Breakaway dunk. I don't even know who the hell it was. Uh-huh. So so bad. So bad. That was, it was Harry's fault. Harry's fault, though. 
Yeah, well, Phoenix had more turnovers than points after the first 10 points. Oh, that was Definitely. so awful to watch those first 10 minutes. It was really like brick mm-hmm. after brick after brick. Brian, do you think we were like four and four or something? Well, we race to 10. Well, we had a race to one in there. Also. I mean, I was four and one. So I, yeah, think, right. I think Darren and Harry each won once, right? Oh, okay. So maybe we're, we were like six and five. Yeah. And then we won the race to one. Yeah. So we're, no, we were probably yeah, like two or three games over. Seven and four, seven and five. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds probably. right, but we'll take that. We, yeah. had, we had some we had some dogs in there too. So that's we'll right. Take it. That's exactly right. All right. Giannis, um, great guy. What could you say about him? I mean, 50 point may have been the greatest closeout game we've seen. 50 points. He orders a 50 piece mini from Chick-fil-A. That's a mini from Chick-fil-A. Uh Chick-fil-A, by the way, top three restaurant in Wisconsin. So it's, uh, it, may, it may not have just been a, like a little uh, fetish thing, but he loves the Chick-fil-A. Harry, you like the Chick-fil-A. Would you be able to polish off 50 tenders? Uh, you know what? Uh, I probably could. Uh, I probably could do it. Maybe uh, our buddy uh, Metal World Peace uh, might be better at oh, it yeah. than me. Um, uh, he was a big he fan of it too. It. He loved Burger King. So if he liked Burger, if he likes Burger King, what do you chicken, mean you probably could? Of course you could. Uh, they're not that big. They're not that bad. Yeah, you I guys pro- have pen and paper, Brian, Brian, Darren. You have pen and paper. I want to guess like how many, how long it would take for Harry to be uh, fifty. Oh, uh, I could pound. Or do you have a phone? Could, could you put it in your phone? Well, now you can pound them. You, you like? Well, I'm just saying. You know, I you know. We'll, a little wishy-washy about 30 seconds ago. Chick-fil-A's a little expensive, though. A little expensive. You're talking about 50, uh, 50 Don't worry about it, Harry. So we, we would, we would pay finish? you. Oh, yeah, okay. we would pay you. But don't worry about it. It's, well, that's, like that's, I said, if Metal World Peace likes chicken uh, chicken from Burger King, he definitely likes it from uh, Chick-fil-A. All right, but we're talking about you right now. How long would it take you? Don't uh, say it. We're going to write it down. Don't say it yet. You suck okay. at this We're saying how, no. how, how many minutes? I am the worst. How many minutes? I think how long? How many minutes? Yeah, well, minutes. If you think hours, whatever. 50? 50, so, right? 50, 50 is, chicken. Is it 50 chicken nuggets, though? Is it nuggets? Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. Are they nuggets? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're the nuggets. Yeah. Right? yeah. All right. Oh, I could. All right, I, here we go. Let's, you want me to guess? Let's pull them up. We're guessing. You're going to say. We're going to guess what you say. Ah, whatever. I don't even know why we're doing this. Ready? Hold it up there. I say 18 minutes. Yeah. I said 50 I, seconds. I, I, <laughs> wow. I said one per I second. Said tw- wow. 20, 20 minutes, I said. Harry, I, who's right? I guess we should have gotten your answer first. I think Brian would, would not be a good game show host. Sal, you're close, but Brian's dead on. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. So one every two and a half ha- minutes. He's a two, human two vacuum cleaner. Who was the infielder they used to call the human vacuum cleaner, right? They, they, oh, yeah. They it was call, a third baseman. Why don't they right? call anybody yeah. that not, anymore? Not, that was I a great know. nickname. So, who was it? Was it Larry it, Boa or somebody like that? It, was, it wasn't Derek. It was a third baseman. It wasn't Derek Jeter. It wasn't Derek Jeter. Oh, come on. All right. So let's <laughs> move on from this. Uh, Brian, you guys uh, said a, a fake line here. Giannis over under one and a half more titles. Very difficult to pull off. And if you think he got lucky and injuries and everything... You're probably going to go under, but what if I offered plus one sixty for the over? Harry, are you biting? Uh yeah, I am. I mean, uh, look, this team. Uh, put it this way: the the last three years, Milwaukee's been fantastic. Uh, record of uh, I think this year they had twenty games over five hundred. The past couple of years, the same thing, if uh, better than that. They're like thirty five games over five hundred the last couple of years, and over these three years, they've averaged about one hundred and twenty points a game. Uh, their bench is good, and uh, the. This t- free agents will want to come there now that they know Giannis can get it done. Maybe. Maybe that is a, a good point. I, I would go under 
because I like the big vig anyway. Brian, do you go over? I, I think he has maybe one in him. Yeah, I mean, he's young. Yeah, yet, I mean, I, I think he. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think he wins one more. I, I would probably, I would probably take the over, right? Because in in, okay. in two or three years, I mean, this is already probably his league, you could say, at this point in time. But in sure. two or in two mm. or three years, when you know, when Durant's past his time, when LeBron's out, when Curry's a little bit too old, I mean, this is get this is going to be his league and Luca's league. Probably, it's probably mostly going to be honest's league. So I think he could definitely get. I think he can get two more. Yeah. I don't know. Now I'm dumb uh, hedge. I don't know, Parley kid. Now I mean, I, you, we we don't take into consideration that he could be he can go to the Lakers in nine years and win it, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I would take I would take those odds because uh, you know who's going to want to come play with Giannis now too, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, this I think this last series here is this the beginning. I mean, Giannis might have played his best basketball here mm -hmm. over this in this series, right? So, is this? Is Giannis only going to maybe even continue to get better? Uh, right. You know, if he can shoot free throws, if his free throw shooting gets better like it did this last game, he's almost going to become unstoppable. They play a very smart game with Giannis. They do a lot of uh, him setting high screens where you, you got to, you know, you got to cover him. Let's, let's guys yeah, in Middleton do their him. thing. They're a yeah. well-constructed team. Uh, I, I would take the odds on that of him going over on over? that. All he's right. got, he's got, how many more good years of basketball does the guy have left? I, I mean, know, I just. It, if well, somebody gave you that, those odds when LeBron was uh, his age, you would have taken him, right? And I mean, is, yeah, but there was no other LeBron in the league, though, right? I don't know. I yeah. just, we're going to get to MVP and we're going to figure it out. Let's pick a winner for 2022. Does he do it this year? The Bucks are plus 850 again, this time to uh, repeat the Nets, as I said, a favorite two to one, Lakers six to one. Suns yeah. made the finals. They're 12 to one. Uh, Brian, you like this team to repeat. Yeah. You know, I like them at plus eight fifty. I mean, we may have a place where the bucks just have like, we may be at a place I should say where, where the bucks just have a lot of confidence. Now we're potentially looking at Giannis, I think making the conference finals. Like, I mean, he can make the conference finals like every year for the next maybe eight years. I think, I think there's uh -huh. a chance the bench is better, like Parley Kid and Harry were saying. I mean, some guys might want to come play there. I didn't necessarily think the bench was great, but they did get some production there. But I'm not necessarily confident. I mean, look, I'm not necessarily confident with the Nets at two to one. Uh, were they the best team? Uh, yes, absolutely. They would have won if they were healthy. Uh, but again, will they be healthy next week, next year? Can all three of those guys stay healthy? Can the next week? No, I know. Next too. week, I know. Yeah. Can the Clippers stay healthy? Can the Lakers stay healthy with? I mean, I yeah, doubt AD stay, stays healthy. Can Clay and Steph stay healthy? So it's all these injury concerns. I'd be more most confident with the Bucks at plus eight fifty, just because I think they're going to be a top four team regardless. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, Parley kid, you like uh, the Nuggets? Yeah, look, I'm just MVP. looking for value here, Sal, because I, yeah. you know, I do love the Nets. Um, mm -hmm. I forget what they we were getting them. What did we say? What we were getting them at this time last year? Or be, not this time, but before oh, the season. Yeah. Yep. Do we remember what that's it was? That's a good but question. Yeah. It wasn't two, two to one. one. No. Right. I don't think that's what. No, it was. because you, so, didn't, you didn't even have Harden. But, at that, you didn't have Harden. Right. So six to one. I, I thought it was six to one. Like, right, Bry. Yeah. I think six so. to one sounds, sounds right, right, Harry. Yeah. So two to one is just not. You know, yeah. you're, you're again. That's a team that's gonna. You know, is Kyrie gonna show up and play every night. Is, mm -hmm. is you know Durant gonna hold up for a full season? Remember, we're going back, right? It's gonna be an 82 game season now as well. 
Yep. So uh, that that's going to be an issue. Um, yeah, it's another four I, weeks. I don't know. I'm rolling the dice here, but maybe I, I might have to switch out of this depending on uh, Murray, the extent of that injury and how long he's going to be out for for Denver, right? So an ACL injury, maybe he might not be back for I, I have to at least have You can't season. switch out, Parley kid. I know it's the third week in July <laughs> and the season starts on Halloween, but you got to commit right now. What did I say? Nuggets, Nuggets right? Yeah. yeah. You yeah, said the, the magic. I, I, no, I know, but I, 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 now I'm just not loving, you know, as I'm thinking about the injury. So, but I'm gonna stick. Look, Jokic, reigning MVP, he comes back. If they, all right, I, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, it's I'm passing. I'm passing. Hey, oh, he's passing. All right, Harry I, likes I'm the just Nuggets pass too, it but, he, but he likes fifty of them. Now, in, I just, uh, you know minutes. what? I, I, this is the longest pass I've I, ever. Uh, this it's is Aaron the ACL, being right? He's got, with this pass. He's not coming back until when? Is he even gonna be back next year? Yeah, he, he should say. be okay. I mean, I think they're saying Kawhi will probably be back because I'm just trying to. We know because because now we're, we're talking about when these injuries happened, right? And the season starting earlier this year, so I don't know how long these guys would miss. I don't think by well, uh, Murray's listen, back yeah, and like, he's it, healthy. Take I, I the Nuggets at twenty four to one. Forget everything else. <laughs> yeah. They won forty seven. They were forty seven and twenty five. They crap. probably would have won fifty uh, games if he didn't get injured last year. Yeah. All right. Uh, the West. The West is a little. They're declining a little bit. It's on a decline. Let's look, play Travis. Let's. Here. Joke, look, no, Jokic. Darren, think, just, uh, Darren, just take yeah, everybody, gonna, just gonna... take everybody, Darren, except for the uh, Bucks and the uh, and then the Nets. How about that? Well, I, I would say this. I wouldn't worry so much about that. Uh, you can't say you wouldn't worry about the injuries, but the timing of the injury because they could, they'll make the playoffs. I know it's not like the East, but they have to win a lot of games to make the playoffs. You know, they have to be in that fifty-five range. Whatever. Well, that's what I'm thinking, right? right. But even that, if they get a six seed and you still think they're good, yeah, well, I screwed you know, that up. I don't know. It's okay. I got. Right. I'll go you want Nets a couple two more to minutes? one. <laughs> you want a few more minutes to explain yourself? All Take right. the Nets two to one. They're gonna win it all. Uh, Harry, what do you got? <laughs> Uh, Warriors at 13 to one. Look, they're a fun team. They'll be back. Uh, and just looking at the West right now, the Suns probably won't get uh, Chris Paul uh, to resign. He's going to go somewhere else. Probably Lakers are getting older. Uh, and overall, the whole entire pitcher, the Nets, you guys just mentioned two to one. No value. They got to stay healthy. Nash is a big question mark when it comes to head coach. So why not the Warriors? They get Clay Thompson back. Curry scored 32 still this past season. Wiggins gets 20 uh, a game. Get uh, Wiseman healthy. Uh, I know he had a, a nice, strong part uh, uh, season at the beginning and then got hurt. So he needs mm-hmm. to stay healthy. Um, and uh, going, Golden State, like I said, very fun team. And when you have Draymond Green going well, when the team is going good, he's good too. So why not the Warriors with Clay Thompson back uh, to give the uh, make a run All in right. the West and make a shot at uh, maybe the Nets in the uh, championship? Or even talk about Lillard. Lillard going there too, but I don't know. I think Lillard stays still. I uh, also at 13 to one, I like the Clippers. Now Kawhi could hold this team hostage for the next few months and he probably will. But anyway, a few months is good load management for him. Reggie Jackson came mm. into his own. They're in the playoffs. Great. Nicholas Batum. Very good. Um, I, bro, Brother Bry agrees. They would have beaten the Suns, right? Mm-hmm. And had Kawhi been uh, healthy. I mean, that, that was the big one, right? That would have turned everything around. It really should have been Clippers nets, but and of course, I guess it depends on who the Lakers fill in, right? There's a reason the Lakers are second at six to one because they're going to get a shooter. Chris Paul isn't the answer. Uh, you'll have a big three situation, but with much less upside and much more likelihood that they um, yeah. are injured together or no one ever plays together. But if you look at the NBA ranks for the Clippers, first and three point percentage, 41%, uh, second in point differential per game, 6.2, 
And defensively, they get it done. Fourth, opponents' points per game was 107.8. They have $70 million in potential cap filler for trades. So that's a team, I think, on the rise. The Clippers, of course. Big caveat. Kawhi stays with the team. 2022 MVP. It was hard to find odds on this. Vandal, I think, well, has him up, and then they didn't have him. When I looked, they didn't have him up, but we got him. <clears throat> Luka, 4-1. to one. Embiid, 7-1. Durant, 7-1. Giannis, 8-1. to one. Curry, 8-1. to one. LeBron, 11. Lillard, 11. Jokic, my God, he won it this year, 15-1. Booker, 18. Trey Young, 18. I, it's just too many superstars, guys, right? Like, you mm, like... Eh. We like watching everyone in the top 20, and they're almost all on teams that can do well. So it's hard to say, oh, no way for this guy. Um, I'm taking whoever doesn't get hurt, right? And right. I mean, think it's Steph Curry, Harry. I know you're with me here. Mm-hmm. Eight to one odds. Like you said, 32 points a game. Up from 20 last year. Weird um, bubble season. He hadn't averaged 30, though, since 2016. You know he's going to be a highlight machine, right? He'll get all the sports center time that uh, anyone could imagine. Eight to one, Curry. You have anything to add to that, Harry? Yeah, like I said, Clay Thompson and him are great. Uh, uh, the Splash Brothers back together again. He shot fifty-seven. He was close this year, and, and Golden State was just thirty-nine and thirty-three. Fifty-seven uh, percent he shot from two-point range this year. Forty-two from three. Forty-eight overall. He averaged five threes a game. And with Thompson back, this team could be deadly, and uh, he'll be up there definitely uh, for MVP. Brian, I read your. You're, I thought you said Batum at 25 to 1. I was like, oh my God, I feel like it should be better than that. But it's not. It's Tatum. It's one letter off. Make sure you don't make that mistake when you're better. 25 to 1 for Tatum. Yeah, I like I like about 25 to 1. Look, I'll probably, I mean, I bet a lot on Luca last year. I'll probably continue to bet him every year just because I think eventually he's going to win one. Giannis is probably going to win another one. Those guys will probably win, split, you know four of the next eight potentially. But I, when I'm looking for value, I look, I, I like Tatum at 25 to one. I'm, I'm looking for a player who potentially has another level in them. And I think Tatum would fit in this category. Like if you looked at him in April, his April was ridiculous for, I think from April or from late March on, he averaged like 30 points a game. His numbers were great in games three through yeah. five against the nets. He was great by himself playing in the Olympics with KD to learn from will help him. Um, they already said he's working on drawing a lot more fouls next year that I saw. I think not having Kemba is going to help him, at least offensively. Um, and then, you know, having a new coach may benefit him. Who knows? So I think, you know, he has that potential to to take that next step. I mean, the Celtics yeah. should be a little bit better next year. I think just 25 to 1 uh, is great, and he'll be part of the conversation. Bri, how many wins? How many wins does Boston really have to have for him to really be considered, though? Yeah, I mean, I I think it's a good question. I mean, I think they still they have to be a third or a four seed, likely. I mean, mm. well, what was what was Denver they this were year? Four. They were a four, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. and Westbrook was a six. I don't know how much it matters anymore. I do know. So here's how it went this year, right? Luca was favored because he went up like points per game. You look at some of these guys' points per game. I'm like, oh, Trey Young would be good, but he actually went down four points per game from last year. I know right. last year was weird. Wow. Same thing with Devin Booker. I was like, wow, he could be. He went down like a point and a half from last year. Maybe last year was in good gauge, but they do take that into account. That's why Luca was favored going into this year. Dallas was like in 10th place for the first couple of months, so he dropped out of there. Then I think LeBron was the favorite, right? He got mm-hmm. hurt. Embiid was the favorite. He got hurt. And then Jokic, who was just like sniffing around the top three of the whole season, stayed healthy. I think right. he played every single game, and he uh, he won MVP, and he's 15-1, to 1, Parley Kid. But you have someone we haven't even mentioned, Parley Kid. Yeah, we're going to take um, the Utah Jazz, uh, Donovan Mitchell here. 
uh, at 30 to 1. Mm. Uh, Mitchell will be uh, 25 as he enters his fifth season in the NBA. His scoring average has gone up every year from 20 to 23 to 24 to 26. Uh, he capped in his playoffs. He was phenomenal, uh, even, even ending on a loss to the Clippers with 39-9-9. and um, He can carry that team, that's for sure. The Jazz always win a lot of games, right, during the regular season. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, uh, they won 52 games this year. Uh, from what I believe, I, I didn't write that down, but I'm pretty sure they uh, actually won one more than the uh, the Suns. Best home record yeah, this too. year, right? Right. So great they, they're home. great at home. Uh, Mitchell is only getting better. Seems to be a, a very driven player. Uh, he has a high shot volume. He does shoot a lot, which is great. Uh, he All was right. taking geez in the playoffs. He was averaging about 15 threes a game at one point. So. Uh, Mitchell's going to put up, I think he's going to be putting up numbers close to, uh, you know, 30, 30 plus points a game this year as he really takes that next step. And the Jazz are going to be one of the top two or three teams in the West. They're going to win a lot of games. Mitchell's great value okay. as a guy who is, is ascending value. into the prime of his career, 30 to one. There you go. I mean, was that his Hall of Fame speech? I don't know what that was. <laughs> I, I, like, I like Donovan. <laughs> I love the guy. All right. So someone remember who we picked for MVP in July. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, these numbers are all good. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. And these players are all good. It's almost uh, it's, it's such a crapshoot. You can't really rule any of these guys out, right? Anyone we just named in the top 12. <clears throat> but anyway, NBA draft. Oh, that's big. When is that? We're going to be a little on a mini vacation. Thursday, next week, Sal. So it's a week from today. Yeah. Um, these odds will change between now and then. Cade Cunningham. Yes, the Oklahoma State guard. He is the prohibited betting favorite to get selected first by the Pistons. What is it? Minus 6,000? Now I don't even have yep. it up yeah. here. Yep. Minus is that six, it? Minus 6,000. 6, Incredible uh, for him. Who is second? Well, now it's second and third. It's, it's a crapshoot, right? Between Jalen Green, the G-leaguer. And I averaged 30 points in the G League. And Evan Mobley, who will go two and three to Houston or Cleveland, if, unless they trade, someone trades up to get them. But FanDuel has over-unders for the top prospects. They have exact order parlays. They have top 10 picks. However you want to attack it. Harry, what are you going with? What's your best bets for these drafts? For this yeah. draft? First, I got, uh, I got Franz Wagner um, from Michigan going under nine and a half picks. At minus 112, good size at 6'9", 220. He can play inside and outside, very agile, uh, great defender. And he can shoot the ball, uh, shoot the three if needed. So that's my first pick. Mm -hmm. And my second pick is the exact ex exact four picks fit if going like this, this way. Uh, at plus 880, Cunningham to Detroit. Uh, Detroit needs a score. Cunningham gives him that. Then second, I'm going to take uh, Jalen Suggs for Houston. Averages average 15-5 and 5 at Gonzaga as a freshman. Shot 50%. And Houston needs a player like they had in Harden who can do it all, and Suggs can do that. Cleveland with a third pick. I'm taking USC's Evan Mobley. He's long, 7-footer, 17-9 as a freshman with the Trojans. Three blocks a game, shot 58%. Versatile and a great defensive player. And then fourth, I'm going to take Jalen Green. Uh, of mm. for Toronto shooting guard. I think, like you said, he averaged 30. Sally also averaged in the senior year in high school, 30 points a game. Um, and he can mm. fill the void as a shooting guard because Kyle Lowry is not going to be Darren's guy. Kyle Lowry will not be with the Raptors anymore. He's going to uh, test the free agent market. So Toronto takes Jalen Green. So it's Cunningham, Suggs, Mobley, and Green at plus 880 to be the exact four picks. 
Mm. All right. So you're saying basically Green and Suggs switch spot. Uh, oh, well, yeah. it's a little different than that. But Jalen mm. Green is supposed to go second, right? So you get plus yeah. 80 for that exact order. Parley kid, you're all over Suggs too. You well, think yeah. You should be taken early. <laughs> Man. Well, I, I think if you just stick to what, I think it's plus 154 is the standard um, Cunningham, Green, Mobley, Suggs. I believe that's plus 154 on mm-hmm. FanDuel if you just. But I like what, see, I agree with what Harry's saying. If I was a GM in this draft, Suggs would be my number two all day, all night. I, in fact, I would consider him taking him number one. I think he really? might be mm. the best player in this draft in the long mm. run. Uh, for now, I love Suggs as a player. Do it all type of guy. Uh, I think he's going to be the best player coming out of this draft. So I know I, I'm not, this is not uh, a very sexy pick I'm making here. This is something where I, you know, I gave up on making my tuition picks. Oh yeah, because uh, I got I got to pay for four tuitions next year, Sal. Right. So, um, but if I were to if I were to really coin it, I could coin this pick: Suggs under four and a half minus two fifteen. So that's to go this, in the top four picks. Okay. Go in the t- it is a lock. Whoa. And uh, to me, this is a lock. And minus two fifteen, it's still not terrible odds to get him here. He uh-huh. is a lot. If he doesn't go top four, I I'm I will not talk about the NBA ever again. I will really? never. Oh, yeah, wow. I'm done. I will. I'm done. How can if I he make that? Go bet? Top four. I I, will, I might be I, done anyway. Yeah, I, I want to be done. I'll quit. I'll quit gambling altogether if Suggs doesn't go. Wow. Top yeah, wow. I'll be done. I'll retire. Wow. I'll retire. How about this, Darren? How about this, now? Darren? On Friday, if, if after Friday, after Thursdays or after Thursdays picks, and he doesn't go in the top four, you have to invest five hundred dollars with me and Brian in roulette on Friday. Oh yeah, we'll be in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you that's, what. That's if that, ha- I will. In- yes, I'll, Harry, you're the roulette master. Yeah. I will give you five hundred <laughs> and win me money. All right, buddy. <laughs> I love. I will I love give it, it to you. What do you think of this, babyface Joel Solomon? This is quite a proclamation. We're getting a lot of these lately. Um, you know, Eddie Spaghetti said he wouldn't watch the Yankees anymore if they, if they they made it to the playoff, right? What did he say? I don't know why everyone's going nuts with this. I mean, really, I think Parlay Kid, there's no no one from Dayton on the board this year, so he needed to find his guy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what's going on here. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, yeah. Jalen Crutcher could go in round two somewhere, so I, <laughs> it could happen. But Suggs... Bro, some, Harry, don't you love Suggs, don't uh, you? I mean, Darren, you were all over yeah. him during the tournament and you nailed it. Minus 215, the guy's going at least fourth. He There's no way he can go past that. So put a lot of money on this. Thousands right. and thousands and thousands of dollars wow. on this. All right, Parley Kid, I'm going to let you catch your breath and then we'll get to your second pick because we have uh, Furman waiting in the room in a, in a few minutes. But in the meantime, Brother Bry, uh, you have Mitchell, not Donovan Mitchell, not the Parley Kid's um, choice for MVP, but the uh, the great player from Bell. Yeah, Davian Mitchell, I'm Damian. taking him under. Oh, sorry. I've screwed, I screwed that up. You know, I'm screwing up the numbers here already. Oh, yeah, I'm taking him over nine and a half. Love you know, it, bro. You know, Love this one. He was, one, he, he was one of the most exciting players in the tournament. And was Definitely. probably, you know, the main reason that Baylor won that championship. But to me, he reminds me, I, I don't know, for ever since I've watched him, he reminds me, and maybe people are saying this, I'm not sure, but he reminds me of a much more offensive, faster version of Patrick Beverly. I think he, he'll mm. come in right away. He'll be able to, you know, he'll come off the bench, defend most, you know, 
the really good guards. He'll be great in transition. But this guy's going to be 23 before the season even begins. I don't think his mm-hmm. skill set is necessarily that of a top nine pick. Mo- like mo- my guess is most teams don't know if he's a starter, right? I, I, upside. I don't right. know What's if they the don't upside? know. You know, I, is he a starter? I mean, I think he's going to be a very good player. I don't know if he's a starter. And and the last thing is, I've been you know these these mock drafts. I look at a billion of them. And and again, if anybody if anybody's kid wrote one, I'm looking at them. I don't even know which ones I'm looking at. But every well, that's the thing. If one, it only takes one team to screw up. Yeah, an over yeah. That, but right? you know, similar to like how Harry likes Wagner going under under the nine and a half. I like him going. You know, if somebody like Wagner goes in the top nine, yeah, Mitchell's definitely falling out of the top nine. Well, here's the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to screw up. But. You know, screw up uh, Fandle here, but you could have Wagner at what's his over under? His over under is well, nine, nine and a half, half is over minus one twelve, and for him to be in the top ten is minus one eighty eight. So under nine and a half mm. is uh, for, I probably shouldn't even mention this. Franz Wagner is <laughs> under is nine is minus one twelve. Over is also minus yeah. one twelve. But to be in the top ten, yes, is minus one eighty eight. So you take his over under if you want. Him to be, you take his under if you think he's going to be in the top ten, right? Oh, although you miss yeah, out the, on the, the 10. ten. The ten is the, yeah. the ten yeah. is yeah. the number. But. All right, see, they get it. See, I'm scared. <laughs> All right, all right. Let me. I want to say, uh, before Furman jumps on here, Moses Moody, mm. Arkansas freshman. Speaking of Furman, he feuded with the coach all year long, and that's what people remember that's, Arkansas for. But that's right. Moody under eleven and a half, minus one fifty two. Not great odds. I know the Pacers. They have 13. They held a pre-draft workout for only two players. He was one of them. So they might trade up. Uh, he's NBA ready body-wise. He has like a seven-foot wingspan. He has a hot, they call him a high-motor, low-ceiling player, right? So he's going to get in there. He's going to give you all the energy you need for a backup. And I'm reading a lot with Charlotte at 11, at exactly 11, which is why the number's 11 and a half. That's who they want to pair LaMelo with. So that would be fun. Moses Moody. 11 and a half. Pretty good, right? You want to throw one more real quick, Parlay Kid? And then, Brian, I think you have another one. Yeah, I'm gonna th- I'll am gonna. i throw one at you. It's kind of like what we were just talking about, uh, Wagner. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to go uh, Book Night from Connecticut. Top mm-hmm. 10. All right. At minus 200. Uh, there's been some unbelievable reports coming out of him. He's been shooting lights out in workouts. He's got great length. He's a ba- basically today's type of player. He is rising uh, every day as the draft gets closer. Yeah. Uh, started probably in the lottery somewhere, but now he's worked his way into the top 10. Uh, love him at minus 200. Uh, All right. I think he's going to be a big-time NBA player. Brother Bry, you got one more left. Uh, Mitchell, Kispert, Kispert, that was a fun game to watch. Yeah, I'm going to go. You know, not for Kispert. Yeah, I know. I've loved Corey Kispert. You know, he was somebody I wanted the Knicks to draft. I've been saying that all season. But I do like him under 13 and a half because you're getting at plus 128. Now, I was just saying Mitchell's age should be a deterrent, uh, but not here necessarily for Kispert. I get that. But mostly because the draft position between nine and a half and 13 and a half. But I think everyone would agree Kispert by far is the best shooter in this draft. It's not even close, even though he struggled a little bit in the NCAA tournament. You know, he's close to 6'7". He's pretty athletic. He'll defend well enough in the NBA. He's definitely, I think, like a more athletic version of Joe Harris. And I feel like you would take Joe Harris in the top 13. He'll play a big role on a good team. He should start at some point in time. Um, And I can see a team that's a win-now type of team or a team that desperately needs shooting that trades up to get Kispert here in the in the top 13. 
There you go. All right. We'll post next. That's it gets, gonna be uh, the Knicks. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, have the Knicks taken? I don't want to take too much time on this, but in the last how many when was the last time the Knicks took a player that you wanted them to take? The player you wanted them to take. Like if you would have before the draft said, I want them to take this guy. Well that I was happy that Toppin fell to them last year. You were happy, but you didn't. Personal reasons. Yeah, right, right, right. But before that, it was probably uh, decades. It's unbelievable, right? It shouldn't be like that. (laughs) All right. Well, there is some weird stuff, obviously, goes on in the NBA draft. That is next Thursday. We will post these to make it easier for you to look at. And then everyone will scream at us. Like, well, you can't get Suggs under four and a half anymore. I'm like, shut up. We did this seven (laughs) days before. All right. Let's bring on our guest. Our guest today, here he is. He's a friend of mine, but today we are the most mortal of enemies. You know him from Fox Bet Live, host of Bet the Board podcast, and star of many thought-provoking, inspirational sports gambling videos shot from a Ferris wheel. Todd Furman is here. What's up, guys and girls? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is. No girls. I mean, no girls Harry, here. when he takes off his shirt, I mean, has a solid D-cup, so that counts for something. <laughs> true, Todd, true. I said, that was uh, good. That was a good one. <laughs> Come on. What's happening, Furman? Not a whole heck of a lot, gentlemen. Sally, were you getting nervous uh, watching the first round of the 3M? Did you call it a favor to the weather gods, hoping that the heavens would open up and my boy no. father wouldn't be able to finish his first round? I don't. Okay, so let me let me uh, backtrack here. Furman and I are battling for first place. This is the very last game uh, day. We have three bets each remaining. Clay is out of it. He has been out of it. I don't even know why he's even been on the show for the last three years, but he's uh, far away in third place. So what does Furman do? He fires away on first round leaders. It's the only thing with big odds left that concludes on a Thursday. We think it concludes. Now there's a rain delay. He has Fowler, who is a shot off the lead with three holes remaining. And if Fowler, I don't know if you figured this out, Furman, if Fowler wins, I probably shouldn't even do the math for you. If Fowler wins outright the first round, you're $5 behind me. Oh, trust me. Oh, he's done the math. He's done (laughs) that. (laughs) Harry, I've gone through every permutation in terms of trying to figure out how to handle my bets to make sure I get it in because now I don't have Ricky in the clubhouse as the leader. So it's trying to find a three-team parlay with women's Olympic soccer to fire in there. And honestly, Sal, you have to hope this first round gets completed because if it doesn't by the middle of the day on Friday – Season three technically goes the same way as season two. There's no official winner. It's great. Oh, stop complete. it. What are you talking about? They'll complete it by tomorrow morning, though. That that would be my luck. That would be just my luck. Uh, I Yeah, I don't know what's going to be with this, but you want it to be complete, too, because you need that extra money to fire away tonight, right? Or maybe you won't. Uh, I mean, so I don't think I'm going to have the chance because the round isn't going to be done by the time our, our final show of actually making bets will air. So I have to kind of go in there of the mindset that, all right, how can I find a smaller parlay here or there? I'm right. not going to fire as big on a baseball three-teamer as I otherwise would have. Uh, maybe I needed six or eight teams if my guys were out, uh, but it'll definitely make for an interesting sweat. I was just hoping Ricky could finish his round before right, right. bets had to be submitted today. And then obviously it was going to change strategy a little bit. And then I think you're 550 or something off if he ties for first, right? Something yeah, like that. I mean, I'm not quite sure. I mean, I may have to make a call to Fox bet. We know they do things the way they want. So they may not be familiar with dead heat rules. So I know the oh, uh, rest of the degenerate yeah. trifecta here gets to be the arbiters. I think we should go straight up odds. No oh, daddy he rules it. and really Come make yourself sweat. <laughs> you don't want to win this way. You firm and you don't want to win this way. You're a foremost authority. You've you've worked in Vegas. You're an odds well, maker. You've testified in Sacramento. Like what well, you, you hold on one second. Like I don't yeah. I don't want to win this way. Yeah. Coming from the guy that bet Panama 
to win or tie at minus, I don't even I know like what that numbers were. I like that bet for weeks. You could ask these guys. I love that. <laughs> I think a five hundred dollars bet that walked up to the window at the casino <laughs> might pay you a nickel next week at Caesars if you're lucky. And I don't mean it another five hundred. I mean an actual American. <laughs> <laughs> it was five hundred to win five hundred three. I strategized. I don't even know why I'm so crazy about this. <clears throat> I think I'm definitely a ten. I don't think you care as much. Like. My wife is like, what the hell do you care? And like, so, Benetta, Benetta. I, I care for Bragger, right, but it is funny. Yeah. I can only imagine what Melissa has said about all of yeah. it. I mean, Nicole saw my frustration when Costa Rica <laughs> beats Jamaica. And she kind of turns and looks at me. She goes, is there anybody that cares other than you and Sal? Because we know Clay doesn't. No. I, go, yeah. I don't think the producers care. I don't think social media does or anybody else. They're just rooting against both of us. So our respective friend groups can try and troll us at every turn. Well, here's the thing. And you, you're right about that. But and I think I don't know how much I'm allowed to say about this. But if there was a season four, I think we could say that there's no season four and that there's not going to be a competition. That element is out of there. Right. Regardless of what becomes there may of the not show. be a competition and there might not be a contract. So, right. There might not be any. Four, we, we, we can set odds in some capacity. I mean, I've seen a list, Sal, that they've talked about potential replacements for me, and uh, I'm not quite sure you're going to feel comfortable sitting in the hot seat if those come to fruition. So, I'm not comfortable anyway. What I am comfortable is is ta- talking about how you won 24 weeks, and I only won 15. But because of this wrinkle where you get a free futures bet, I'm still in it, and I'm, I actually took the lead. I won. Who did I win with? I went with the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl. By the way, if you pick the Super Bowl winner, that's what we talk about 80% of the time. I should get double for that. Uh, I took Baylor over Gonzaga. Who else did I? I know I had Poirier yeah, over Tam- um, Tampa Bay, right? McGregor. The Tampa Bay Lightning, yep. right? Mm-hmm. I had that. Uh, what did you have, Furman? That's uh, where you struck out. You had the, the you answer probably three for 24. I, I think yeah. I hit two futures in the first three weeks with like the Tampa Bay Rays to win the American League and one other. And I think I went about 27 weeks before I tried to land another future. And not only did you have Baylor, but I had Gonzaga opposite you there. Right. Uh, I mean, I tried. Trying to get cute and thread the needle when I had the Golden Knights to win the Stanley Cup and bet Montreal plus mm-hmm. two and a half games for the series rather than betting them to win the series at four to one. Right. I'm still playing under protest because I'm not quite sure Raheem Sterling should have been awarded a penalty kick that Harry Kane converted. And there's a chance that my beloved Danes <laughs> could have gotten through. So I haven't exactly <laughs> played my hand the right way uh, yeah. as far as futures are concerned, but that's the nature of the game. I mean, all you need is a few bucks going into final jeopardy to have a chance to land that haymaker. It is funny. You talk about, so you were essentially down $700 going into this week. And I know you say bet responsibly, but it really, you took, it took on the aura of, all right, this is what you do everybody. If you need to make up $700, right? (laughs) I mean, would you recommend they go about it the way you did? Although we were restricted with the times and everything. Yeah. I mean, no, I I wouldn't. Uh, When it comes to (laughs) responsible gaming, but I haven't done a whole lot of baseball. So it was trying to figure out how I wanted to go about betting the soccer on Tuesday and the NBA. I mean, it did come down to, do I want to go all in with the bucks on the money line or something along those lines? I mean, like I texted you, what could possibly go wrong betting the Jamaican national soccer team plus a half a goal against Costa Rica. And as we saw, they gave up one shot. It ended up in the back of the net. And now the rest may or may not be history unless Ricky Fowler can play the final three holes in three under. You actually told, Oh, I think you'll get one under. You'll be fine. And you'll, you'll figure something mm-hmm. out for tonight. But, uh, you actually told me during commercial, I don't know if you want this out, but you said soon enough after this week, you won't make a bet for another month. Is that true? That's blasphemous. No, no, no. It won't quite be a month. I will take some time off. Uh, I'll continue to uh, put uh, the pedal to the metal in terms of NFL prep. But as far as the Olympics, I- I'm going to leave that stuff. I do have a couple bets that I made there. I, I took a shot with Australian men's basketball at 22 to one. 
Uh, I think I grabbed a little bit of Nigeria when they had the lead against Team USA in the exhibition. They were 200 to one. I mean, for real small stakes. And really? that'll probably be about it. I'll let those run their course and I'll try and recharge the batteries a little bit before the Hall of Fame game. I will bet the NFL preseason. I mean, if I was saying I wasn't going to bet that, that would be a lie. Uh, but this is the kind of time of year where normally, you know, once the NBA finals and the Stanley Cup would be over in June, you know, I'd have four or five weeks to really rest, relax, uh, and come out full bore. But with the uh, truncated schedule, condensed, whatever, you know, word we want to use for it, it's really pushed things back into late July, early August. But I want to, so you're very much into this. All right, I'd rather take my time and study and, and read up on these teams. And then, but the, the key, right? The key to it, whether it's college football or pro football, is when do you abandon your notes and your research, right? When does a team come out that's 0-3 and they're like, all right, well, they're like the 49ers, for instance. I know you love that team and you hate the Packers. I, I know all right. that. It, by the way, it helps that you don't have a favorite team. You could just, you could just really look at things. Um, honestly, unlike any of the rest of us. And uh, it's shameful that you don't have a favorite team like any sport, but whatever, it's fine because it helps you as a gambler. But what do you, when do you know when to abandon a team? When is your reset? Where do you throw it out the window? So the NFL is a little bit different than college football. The NFL, because you're going to have a decent level of variance early on, you know the players, you expect teams coming into the season are going to ultimately play to their level. So if it's one or two bad performances early, I don't panic nearly as much. I'll trust my numbers. I'll dig into the box scores and make sure, hey, look, this may be a position battle that a team is going to be deficient in that can be exploited going forward. But college is a little bit different because college, it's one of those sports where you say you don't want to overreact, but you also don't want to underreact because you may come in with preconceived notions about a team. They may lay an egg week one. If they do so the second week, things can snowball quickly. So I'll make much larger sweeping changes to my numbers for college football than I will for the NFL where I'll make modest adjustments. So, you know, if I believe that say a team like Utah that I'm extremely high on in the PAC 12, mm. uh, they get blown out by BYU in their season opener. I think it's the second week. Then I may have to go back in and assess, Hey, was it turnover lock or were they just beaten up in the trenches? And this is going to be a problem going forward. So I kind of use September for me for college football as a glorified preseason. And my wagers will get substantially larger through October and November where some guys you talk to, you know, they trust their preseason prep and whether they're stubborn uh, or whatever else, other terms you want to use, they're going to fire their biggest amounts while they claim the market's inefficient. Mm -hmm. I like to use a lot more situational analysis, handicapping uh, than, than I do anything else. And what about betting like Japanese baseball, just so that you could wake up to have like eight results like Harry, like Harry can't go to sleep without having like sit like uh, Russian tennis or Japanese baseball. Are you, how many years past that are you? Or were you ever involved in that? Do you ever have to have action 24 hours? You know what? I never got roped into that. I guess the closest I came to that when I was working behind the counter at Caesars was trying to get into the European domestic soccer. Because at least on the West Coast, as you guys know, I mean, you get a game kicking off in the premiership on Saturday morning at 430. I mean, you could put two or three winners on the board before you even get the first college football kickoff uh, during the course of the fall. So that's about as degenerate as I got. I will say when I studied abroad in college, I tried to handicap a national rugby league, which is the Australian rugby equivalent closest to football. But that was before, honestly, everybody kind of mirrored each other. So they had the TAB, you know, kind of the uh, OTB corner bookmaker shops. And all I would do is I'd look at the odds on like Pinnacle and some of the sharper offshore books. And I bet the numbers that were off. And these Australians that were sitting there slugging back their 
twoies uh, and everything else thought I was the sharpest guy in the world going, all I'm using is market inefficiency wow. to try and uh, pay for a couple extra beers later in the week. You never should have left. You should have stayed there. I mean, that's way <laughs> you know, better than behind the counter. Amazingly enough, the market finally caught up. And um, oh, it unfortunately, did? I can't exploit the same tactics I used to use back you then. You were banned. You were banned right, from the country. Todd, just jump, Todd, just jump on, jump on the uh, Doosan Bears. He loves to do some bears. He won't yeah. shut up about it. I, I want to know, Sal, have you ever asked Harry, have you guys ever asked him to, you know, fully publish his KBO power rating so you could see what those numbers <laughs> look like? Do it, Harry. Uh, do it. Yeah. I, I say, starting I, tonight. You know what? I could send you his bets instead. Hey, I mean, everything makes great fade material. And the reality of it is you want a guy that you're following to be really good or really bad. So I'm sure there are plenty of loyal listeners out there that were able to finance beautiful vacations. Oh my Games, God. Engagement <laughs> rings. You know, third oh, homes oh, based on, on what Harry compiled during that 019 and one stretch. <laughs> what, what is your, have you heard Pretty of anything worse? You want to be really good or really bad, Harry. That's all people want. I mean, I haven't honestly. heard anything worse than that, right? Like oh, documented 019 and one. Have you heard of anything like that? <laughs> but by the way, he's lost, uh, he's lost three straight now again. So it's, he's yeah. lost three, really? Yeah, so yeah, it's like two start, out of 23 start, or he's something? Starting it again. Cubs were good dirt bags last night. <laughs> Trump's Look, I just want to, Sal. I just want to ask Todd, Todd. Todd's had a little bit of a Wi-Fi uh, misconnection here. I, I just wondering, Todd, Todd. You live in Vegas. What did you? You're in a hotel. What did you get a comp at? Uh, did you get a comp at El Cortez or the uh, the Union? He's in Plaza? L.A. Harry. Harry, uh, I'm, in, I'm in L.A. LA. This you is what happens to shaky internet uh, connection when I move into you know Sal's neighborhood of sorts. Right. <laughs> staying where in a in a Fox sponsored hotel. They'd nice. at least take care of internet and Wi-Fi, but I, I got to pay out of pocket. That's what happens. I've never heard of the hotel they put wow. you up at. I've never. Are, are you paying? Oh, you're paying Wi-Fi out of pocket, not the hotel. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, the, not the hotel, but oh, okay. I do want to be reimbursed oh, for my meal last night. I, I think the Bronzino they served me downstairs was caught out of Lake Mead and they imported it directly. From the <laughs> Good. I hope you get food poisoning and aren't able to focus on your last three bets. Um, let me ask you this. We're going to Vegas in a couple of weeks. You'll be there. We're going to have a party. What is Vegas like now? Is it with, with the masks? I know everyone's got to wear them in, in the casinos. Are we going to worry about this? You know, it's a little bit of a different dynamic. I haven't been down since Clark County uh, reinstated the mask mandate, and that's more for employees. They haven't done it for visitors yet. Uh, but the way things are trending, fingers crossed, we're going to be uh, able to treat Vegas like we normally can. But it's like anywhere else right now. It's one day at a time. Uh, and you know what the crazy part about it? The casinos don't hesitate to take your money at the bars, restaurants, or tables, whether you have a mask on or not. That's true. I figured it'd be yeah. a slower bleed, but it can happen just as fast. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. Well, I think what we're gonna do is, uh, you know, Clay, we're doing the show together. I think we're gonna we're gonna hold Clay down and vaccinate him through the eyeballs. We're gonna see if it works. <laughs> it's gonna be the first vaccination, right? Actually, in uh, an eyeball. And by the way, he is paying for dinner. No question tonight. Oh, hundred percent. I insist he pays for dinner tonight. <laughs> and we may have to order martinis for everybody in the bar, including the band leader that Rachel Bonetta has never been afraid to. Have. There you go. There you go. Well, uh, that'll be fun. Well, Furman, may the best man win. I don't know. what Did they resume this stupid tournament? I don't know not what's yet. going on. Not I, don't think, I don't think so. I, I, I'm so exhausted by this. It just needs to be done. We're going to be eating no, probably uh, one, during a baseball game. Like we're going to be betting games to go to extra innings and shit, right? I think your belt. Oh, he froze on us. I'm, I'm still here, but I don't know what's I, I going think, on. This I, Wi-Fi. I know. I think you conceded to me. I think that's what you said. <laughs> and I will accept that. That's fine. All right. We're going to get going. Thank you, Furman. <laughs> Thanks, That'll Todd. Do it you, for, uh, good luck, Todd. Good luck, Todd. Good don't good wish luck, him luck. <laughs> <laughs> that does it for another episode of Against All Odds. 
for the degenerate trifecta spaghetti meatballs, baby face Joel Solomon, and second place <laughs> finisher Todd Furman. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na 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 na